This is the What's Brewing Podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Services. What's up, Brewing Nation? Johnny Gamut and Coach Tony Miller on the What's Brewing Podcast, and today we have uh, another special guest for you. Robert Horn is joining us from the men's basketball team, and uh, Robert, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. We, uh, you know, last week's episode, we talked to Marjorie Elliott on the Bruins uh, volleyball team, and, you know, it was obviously a lot of you really enjoyed it because we got a lot of clicks and likes and shares and those kinds of things and so we kind of wanted to to follow up on that idea um last week's episode marjorie talked about um having a role on the team but not necessarily being the all-star of the team uh marjorie's one of the captains for the volleyball team and just talked about how you know her role is not necessarily to be you know the player that's going to come in and get the you know the game-winning point but her job is 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 you know ancillary on the team in terms of encouragement and and being the best uh, player that she can be in her role so talking to coach earlier this week and continuing on that idea he said you know we should bring robert on because robert really kind of embodies that as well and really wants to to fulfill that so taking a little bit different angle on it robert but you know from from your perspective let's talk a little bit about your journey joining the team and then how kind of your your role kind of evolved over the last couple of years to be where you're at now so third season correct this is uh, the it's technically my fourth season. Yeah, It'll yeah. be my third season playing. Okay. So I redshirted my junior. That's year. right. That's right. That's right. Um, so, t- so just talk about it. You know, you you get the call from Coach Ring, Coach Miller, and Coach Wingreen at the time, and and uh, they said, you know, you're on the team. What what's kind of your immediate reactions and response? Uh, well, my journey here to Bob Jones was definitely different than most of the guys who are here. Um, I was not recruited. Um, I actually reached out to Bob Jones and. Um, noticed that they were doing some tryouts and different stuff. And, and so they, they um, told me about that and, and offered me the chance to come out and try out and uh, work out with the team beforehand and then go through the, um, the tryout for the entire school. And um, at the end of the second tryout, um, Coach, Coach Ring announced that Corey and I um, would be, be the ones they were taking for the team. And so um, in that aspect, they, they kind of sat us down right from the beginning and was looked was like, look, your your role is not going to be one of, of of a ton of minutes or or the you know the, the spotlight, but rather it's going to be one where you're a practice player. You're you're working hard every day. You're um, doing the right thing and, and leading by example. And and as your time here um, goes on and and you get more acquainted with the program, then um, you know your role will expand in, into what it's supposed to be. And so. For me, that role has looked a lot um, like Marjorie's in, in that being a leader, not necessarily in the spotlight or on the court, but, but from the sidelines and in the locker rooms. I think that uh, we'll have a lot of times where there may be even student uh, students that are watching guys like Robert and like, well, I'm taller than he is, or yeah. you know, I could beat him in a one-on-one game. But I th- we've said this in even past episodes, but so much of – being on a college sports team, one, is about fit, especially for our program. We talk a lot about that. But it's about putting pieces together. And Robert is such an important piece of the puzzle, especially the spiritual component of what we do here. You know, everybody may not know about it, but kind of talk about what you do and what we kind of ask of you. And this even started last year when you were hurt. 
uh, but kind of talk about your your role from that perspective for our team. Um, so in the, in the sense of, of a spiritual leadership role, um, Coach Ring sat me down at the end of my sophomore year and asked me if um, if I would consider being the chaplain uh, for our team and and kind of that role looked like um, you know being a vocal leader um, and 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 realizing it wasn't going to be backed up with a lot of playing time, but just having that opportunity where recognizing that God's given me a, a role on this team, a leadership role to um, to have influence and, and to be able to exercise that, um, you know, especially in the arena of spiritual things. And so Coach, coach gave me um, a session a week for about 15 to 20 minutes where it was just focused um, on spiritual things, and I got to get up there and, and talk to guys and um, kind of my role outside of that was more individual, one-on-one, um, having conversations with guys, whether it's over lunch, um, you know, going to dinner with guys, or e- even in the locker room, and um, and that carries over into basketball. So, um, if I am going to be leading guys um, vocally and spiritually, I have to be backing that up with my actions, and so that kind of was my motivation for. You know, I'm going to earn these guys respect by working hard in the weight room, working hard on the court and practice, being the best team I can on the bench, um, whether it was, you know, being healthy and just supporting the guys on the bench or, or when I had mono just sitting sitting there and, and contributing in ways other than being on the floor. Um, and that, that really is what gave me the platform to, to be able to speak into guys' lives. I want to tap into that a little bit more because I think it's different when, you know, Coach, you can attest to this too, when you have – you know, when you have a player and you have the relationship with the player, coach to player, mm-hmm. there, there's there's a little bit of a hierarchy involved of, you know, here's a player, I'm supposed to be respecting my coach, I'm supposed to be learning from my coach. But I think that relationship differs when it's a, when it's a teammate. So talk about how um, you are able to, as, as you already mentioned, the, the life on life of, of discipleship and, and helping the guys out, knowing that your relationship with the guys is a little bit different than what might be experienced with coach and player. I think just the fact that I'm going through the same things that they're going through every day gives me the opportunity to have a voice in their life. Um, so I'm, I'm going to class just like they are. I'm, I'm having to do the same amount of homework and, and study for the tests that they are. Um, I'm having to go through the required events that they're going through and going to practice every day and, and lifting weights. And So I feel the the grind of, of college basketball, so to speak, and of life that they're feeling um, and just having that opportunity to, to be vulnerable with them and to be open and honest and, and share my struggles in that and, and be able to address what, what they're going through. And just, you know, like you said, the hierarchy, sometimes guys aren't comfortable sharing things um, with, with someone that they don't feel like is, can relate to that or, or is experiencing that currently. But because I'm, in the same position that they are, it gives me the opportunity to speak in and, and just, like I said, be vulnerable about my life and, and what I'm struggling with and, and share with them how God's working in my heart and life in that. So success for a coach, you know, and I, obviously all of, I'm not saying this to slight any of our coaches because there's obviously a, uh, a very big spiritual component to our, our teams and our, and our programs. Um, but I, when I look at a coach, sometimes their, their goal for a player, you know, they look at the beginning of the year, 
I want you to average X amount of points. I want you to get this many defensive stops, those kinds of things. And they look at those tangible on-the-court things. In your role as a chaplain, as a, kind of a mentor to particularly some of the younger guys that are coming on the team or even veteran players, what what are those goals for you as you meet with players? I would say my goals with, with the guys on the team that I get to interact with is that I would be able to just help them and 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 kind of lead them into being better men. Um, basketball is for the guys here in our program uh, for the most part is a four year thing, um, and and God's going to use that um, in many ways once they graduate and go out in, into life from Bob Jones. But my goal is is to be the best teammate and best friend and, and mentor to help prepare them for when basketball's gone and and they're facing the everyday grind of real life. And so developing spiritual habits, developing um, thinking patterns, developing um, <clears throat> patterns of, of where to go when life gets hard um, and, and, and how to react to adversity in life and, and just being able to to share with them, you know, God God providentially allowed me to get sick last year for a reason and as frustrating and as annoying as it was to have to sit on the bench for my junior year and 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 watch myself go from being in the best shape of my life and, and being in the best position to contribute in a physical way to the game of basketball to watch that slip away was extremely tough but it opened up so many opportunities to to show guys there's a lot more to life than just playing basketball and, and getting stats like the opportunity that I had to share with I have to get good with that this is what God's given me this adversity this trial and it wasn't by mistake and and that's opened up so many opportunities to to talk to guys and um, to be able to just share my story with them and one of the things that makes what he's saying so powerful is the fact that you know coach you has helped us understand this and helped the guys even understand this this year but culture is the first thing that has to be established in your program like the x's and o's it's not culture and x's and o's it's culture first and when you have a player like robert that lives that out and guys see that he goes through difficulties and the way that he responds the way that he lives that out speaks so much more powerfully than him just saying all right guys we need to have this kind of culture we need to be guys that work hard we need to we need to we need to but he actually goes out there and lives it out that's why he has the respect of of all the players because while everybody was practicing last year robert was on the side running around circles in the gym doing his rehab and stretching every day and you know he did the little stuff that so little of basketball and sports in general is about how many points you scored volleyball how many kills you had how many it's very little to do with stats that 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 accounts for such a small percentage of the time that a team has together Mm. that what the season is made up of is little moments and daily practices and and just 10,000 little moments that go into your final record at the end of the year and if you don't have players like Robert the other guys don't don't perform the way that they're supposed to the guys that you write about in the articles and so having him on our team you have to have somebody like that on your team otherwise it just doesn't happen record wise or what you want to accomplish absolutely robert i want to ask you one more thing because you 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 know kind of tapped into this and i think that's you know i remember when it happened for me you come to the realization 
you know, for me, it was my senior year of high school. But you come to the realization that this sport, what I love, is soon going to be over. So I want you to tap in a little bit more to what you talked about before with um, with you know what what does that look like from a player's perspective, and how do you approach that biblically to realize you know basketball's basketball's only going to be here for two more years. I mean, most of the guys in our program, like you said, it's a four year thing, and then it's done. You know, unless they get into coaching or those kinds of things, but as far as their playing career. So at what point did, did you recognize that? And then how do you think God changed your perspective on the game as a result of, of going through something like you went through last year? Um, I would I would like to say that I recognized it when I graduated high school and, and came to Bob Jones in, in that first season of really being a role player and sitting on the bench. But Honestly, it's been a long process uh, of my time here at Bob Jones, and and I think this summer really hit me that I have one year left, um, and at this point, that year isn't isn't looking like it's going to be a thirty minutes a night and fifteen points kind of kind of night, and and so I can either spend my year focusing on how I can get better so that I can produce stats for so I can look back in 10 years and say look I had one good year of college basketball or I can spend my year working hard and and focusing on how can I make the greatest impact and that and that looks like working hard in workouts and being in shape and working every day in practice and a byproduct of that is going to be some sort of statistical thing on the court somehow you know when you're putting in the effort you know, it may not always be what you want it to be, but there will be byproducts from that. But that's not my main goal here. My my main goal for my last year is to make the greatest impact on on whoever I can. Um, and so that looks like showing up every day and, and working hard. That looks like being vocal. That looks like sacrificing time to invest in the guys because I want to leave a mark on this program when I hang up my jersey in March that will last longer than you know the 2017-2018 stat book. I want to leave a mark on this program that will last hopefully for the rest of the program, setting that foundation for our culture, setting that foundation and, and um, really that trajectory to be a program that is far more reaching than just four years of college basketball. Well, this has been great stuff, Robert. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to join us on the podcast today. And for everybody that's listening, uh, don't forget you can look up former episodes of the What's Brewing podcast on our website at bjubruins.com slash podcast. We're also on iTunes, so feel free to subscribe, uh, give us a rating and review. Uh, for Coach Tony Miller, I'm Johnny Gamut, and that's What's Brewing. You've been listening to the What's Brewing podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Planning. To learn more, visit planfirst.com.